Welcome to Rama for Today. He's not interested in, in how well I can articulate. He's not interested in how well that I can put together a sentence structure. What he's interested in, his son has a problem. Tell me what it is so I can minister to help. The Father God is the same way. He does not have to have you to put together a long, drawn-out, beautifully, perfectly orchestrated, punctuated prayer. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth Hagan on effective prayer on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagan for today's message. And if you've ever been in any of Brother Hagan's prayer services, you'll find that he will do that. A lot of times he'll take off praying in his own understanding, talking about the need, and then he'll get to a point and say, All right, Lord, we have talked to you about this need in our own understanding as far as we can. Now, Holy Spirit, help us to pray about this need further in the Spirit. How many of you been there ever heard him say that or do that? See, he just didn't jump in there immediately and begin to pray in the Spirit. Now, sometimes if you're praying with him, and in a private group prayer, he will jump in and begin praying in the Spirit. But see, he has already been praying and talking to God, and he's already exhausted all of it at another time of prayer. So there's no use to rehearse what he's already said. But yet, on the other hand, there is another type of praying that you've heard him talk about in which he pleads his case. And I have heard him plead that case the same way in English. Not in the spirit, over and over again. All right, now, Lord, here's the situation. And he would go right down the list. See, what we need to understand is that we need to go and to talk to God the way we would do it if we were talking to our own parents or someone here. Because, see, God is our Heavenly Father. Come in and talk to him. People used to say to me, when I was in Bible school, I was in Bible school with all of these ultra spiritual guys. <laughs> and they pray these long, pretty prayers. Oh, Heavenly Father, it's just so great to bask in your presence. I mean, we in the prayer room of the boys' dormitory. Ain't nobody in there but a bunch of old boys. Ain't nobody listening to how pretty you're praying. I figure, hey, this prayer room is where I'm going to go in now and sit down and talk to Father. So I just start talking to the Heavenly Father. Say, Heavenly Father, let me tell you something about it. I, I got a problem. And they used to say to me, Hagen, I ain't ever seen nobody like you. You prayed the funniest any guy I've ever seen in my life. They say, I, I just don't even understand you. You just talk to God like you would your daddy. I said, well, he is my heavenly father. Now, I don't like this business. People going around talking about daddy God. To me, that's sacrilegious. 
I understand what they're saying. I understand the premise. But I'm going to tell you what. The Holy Father, my Heavenly Father, should have more dignity and respect than that. And they'd say to me, you pray funny. I said, well, I'm talking to my Heavenly Father. I said, if I got a problem, I go and sit down with my dad. I don't go in there and say, now, Father, I got a problem. Would you please help me with my problem? I said, I go in there, you know, wherever he's at. I said, hey, Dad, can we talk? And he'll sit out in a chair and I'll get out on the couch, throw my foot up over the couch or lay back on the floor, do something, you know. And I say, now, Dad, look, I need some, I need, I need some help. I don't give him a speech that I sat down and thought up for a speech that you would sit down and think up in a speech class with all these $25 words and all this in it. I said, he's not interested in, in how well I can articulate. He's not interested in how well that I can put together a sentence structure. What he's interested in, his son has a problem. Tell me what it is so I can minister to help. The Father God is the same way. He does not have to have you to put together a long, drawn out, beautifully, perfectly orchestrated, punctuated prayer. All he's interested in my child has a need. Tell me what it is so I can meet it. Hello? And I think we need to learn that we don't have to spend 45 minutes building up to it. See, they would spend 45 minutes building up. I'd have my prayer done and gone and they're still in the prayer room. They had never got to what their need was yet. They say, oh, you don't spend enough time before the Lord. I said, you ain't either. All you're doing is doing a bunch of blowing. I said, all you're doing that for so you can put out on your, on your slip when you turn it into the Christian service office that you prayed four hours last week. And I said, you're four hours praying all probably amounts to maybe an hour and a half. The rest of it was nothing but words. Sometimes that's the way we pray. Let's learn to get specific and pray to God the way we pray. You know, the way we talk to, to our Father. He is our Heavenly Father. Prayer is important. Now, here's another thing. Don't try to pray your desires off on somebody else. Your desires may not be his desires. You're not going to get any answer when you do that because that's wrong kind of praying. If somebody needs to change and it's your desire for them to change, the way to pray is for the Lord to send labors across their path that will change their way of thinking and change their mind about the thing. Otherwise, it ain't going to do no good. All your praying is going to be in vain. 
Because you're not praying right. Oh, Lord, save so-and-so. Hey, I got news for you. He's already saved them. They just hadn't accepted it. Change your prayer and begin to say, Oh, Lord, so-and-so, you know that their mind is closed to this issue and so forth. But now I'm praying in line with the word of God. I pray that the Lord of harvest would send a labor across their path that they would respect, that they would believe in, that they would listen to, that would change their way of seeing this. Now all of a sudden you're getting it over there where God's got something to work with. But beforehand you hollered, oh God, save so-and-so. He's already saved them. When Jesus died on the cross, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He's already done it. This individual has got to change their attitudes, their way of thinking. Hello? Now, you see, here's another thing. We ain't trying to pray for somebody else according to the way we want it. Won't work. See, praying prayers like this is what got all of the stuff started. Well, maybe, and so forth. That's where you get. See, they're trying to rationalize now and figure out why God didn't answer. See, man thinks that they have to figure out and help God when it don't happen. So they come up with all of these different ideas and things. See, when you pray for somebody they don't get healed, then everybody has to come up, you know, you got to have a reason for, for them not getting healed. No, I pray for a lot of people that don't get healed. But I'm not going to quit praying for people. I don't know why they didn't get healed. The power of God is still the same. God is in the healing business. I don't know why they didn't get healed. I don't know why they died. Unless God supernaturally through the gifts of the Spirit some way gives me the answer, I don't know what the answer is. And I am not going to rationalize and get out of faith. Some of the people that are the hardest against the faith message today used to be one of its most prom some of its most prominent proponents and preach it strong. But because somebody didn't get healed that they had prayed for and they thought should have got healed, now they got to figure out a reason. That's what happens to a lot of denominations and that's what happens to a lot of preachers. So they have to come up with a reason in the church. Hey, in this church, if we pray for somebody that had cancer and they die and we have their funeral and we bring the casket in here and we preach their sermon and we take them and put them in the grave and we have a graveside service and we commend their spirit to the Lord, I'm still going to preach healing just as strong as I ever preached it. I'm still going to pray for the sick and I don't have to make excuses. And you don't have to get upset either. I don't know why, but I know God is still true. And I'm not about to let the devil steal it from me. See, if we make some, some clear-cut decisions, then it, didn't, it wouldn't matter what somebody come in preaching or what was going on. We already made a decision. This is what I believe. We need to learn how to pray properly. Get involved with prayer in your private life at home. 
Now, some people got the idea that you got to pray at 5 o'clock in the morning. If that's when you like to pray, pray at 5 o'clock in the morning. If you like to pray at 2 o'clock in the morning, pray at 2 o'clock in the morning. If you like to pray at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, pray at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, but you got to sacrifice. Nowhere in here have I ever saw anywhere with prayer. Sacrifice. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find out more from our online bookstore with great materials from Kenneth E. Hagan and Pastor Hagan and the rest of the Hagan family. I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first is Kenneth E. Hagan's book entitled Understanding How to Fight the Good Fight of Faith, a Rama classic. Next is Kenneth Hagan's DVD entitled the anointing breaks the chains. And finally, Kenneth E. Hagan's slimline book, Right and Wrong Thinking. All three resources are for the special price of $23.90. That's $7.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. For you in the Oklahoma City area, don't forget Northwest Expressway. 8921 Northwest Expressway. Rama Bible Church, Oklahoma City. Come on out and be with us on Sunday. Enjoy the weekend and come and enjoy yes. Sunday night, Sunday morning on Sunday night at 6 p.m. That's right. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth Hagen's life-changing message. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.